King's Cross Station in central London is really busy, full of people crisscrossing the concourse with a real sense of purpose. Excuse me. Hi. I'm on a podcast where I ask people where they're going, and I was just wondering where you're going this morning. <laughs> I'm on TV. No, there's no cameras. This is recording. <laughs> I've got interview. I'm looking for a job, to be honest. I'm looking oh. for a job, yeah. Okay. What's your dream job? <laughs> I'm so sure. It's okay. Bye. Have a nice day. You too. Excuse me. Hello. I was just wondering where you're going this morning. Oh, Dagenham. What are you going to do there? I'm going home. You've been partying for the weekend? Be partying, no. <laughs> Studying. What do you study? I'm a midwifery. Wow, that's an amazing job to do. What made you want to do that? Because um, my best friend was pregnant and I was um, around her a lot. So, yeah. yeah, that's what got me into it. Is the baby born now? Oh, yeah, the baby's born now. Yeah, it's two years old. And what was it like when you were close to her when the baby was teeny? Oh, when the baby was... I was very... I know, just witnessing the life come to the world... I think that's what got me into midwifery. What's it like seeing a birth? Oh, it's. Um, I think I was shocked because I didn't know like the whole fundamental of the birth. So yeah. What do you mean the whole fundamental? Like what it actually? Yeah, just like, I didn't know that a placenta was supposed to come out afterwards. So yeah. I think birth is quite traumatic by its very nature, but people don't really talk about oh, it. No, no one talks about it. They just talk about probably like after, but not like during the whole birth. So, yeah, I won't say the word shocking. I think I use that word too loosely, but, yeah. What's the most important thing when you're with a woman and she's having a baby to do, do you think? Um, as long as she feels supported. And then once she feels supported, she knows that she can do it. Because some women think they can't do it. So it's just, like, encouraging a woman, um, just being there for her. So, yeah. And does it get less exciting the more times you see it? or is it? I won't say less exciting, because, again, there's different cases from people to people so especially seeing like the mother with their baby it's just a rewarding and do you think you'll have children yourself yeah yeah when the time comes yeah we'll i'd love to be a midwife i'm jealous okay thank you thank you I was just wondering where you were going this morning. I'm going to a hospital appointment at University College Hospitals London, down at Euston Road. Oh, where have you come in from? Uh, from Peterborough, North Cambridgeshire. That's a long way to come it's for a, a hospital way, appointment. It is a long way to come for a hospital appointment, but unfortunately it's a specialist appointment for neurology and my local hospital referred me down here. So it is a long way, yes, to be honest. Yeah. So someone who needs a neurology appointment, that's kind of the last person that might want to make a long journey. Yeah, especially when you struggle with balance issues and everything. So I had to travel down and then have to travel all the way back. 
it's yeah, and uh, on your own as well. And you're, I am registered disabled, so yes, it's a, it's not perfect. I mean, ideally, it's in the old days you'd be able to get ambulance transport or, or escorted transport down, but unfortunately, the NHS the way it is nowadays, you, you cannot get the help, so you have no choice but to do it on your own. So, who, what is it that you're going to see a doctor about? Do you mind me asking? I have a neurological balance issue that affects my balance, so everything's always slightly. A bit like vertigo, slightly spinning, or the floor undulates and goes up and down. All the time? So, all the time. The different areas of severe. So we're standing outside King's Cross Station now. Yeah. What does it, to me, it just looks sunny and fine. What does it to feel me, like to you? it's 3D. So everything's in 3D. This pavement, where you look at it and see like that, this, yeah. it's undulating. It's very slightly doing that. When did it start? I mean, I'm not the doctor. Yeah. This isn't who you've come to see. <laughs> about, I've seen them before down there. So um, about 10, 12 years ago, and it was it was stabilised with some medication up until about a year ago, and it's got steadily worse the last year. How has it affected your life? I work. I'm self-employed psychologist, so being able to work is what I need to do. I need, I've got to pay my bills, and some days I cannot even get out of bed to even work. So I would say, yes, yeah, I've lost probably two thirds of my business in the last year. God, that's it. Yeah. So this is why I need to talk to them today to try and get something sorted because it's, you can't just symptom treat anymore now. It's a case of now looking at because I was throwing me some tablets and see how you get on. As they said six months ago, we need to find a solution to the cause at the moment. Does that mean going into your brain? I have no idea. That's what I'm going to talk to them today about. Right. So. And finally, just because you look, I mean, you look beautiful. I love the way you're dressed. Your lipstick's on point. Yeah. Do you find it hard to explain to people what's going on in your head when you look completely yeah, fine? Yeah, because it's invisible disability, isn't it? Like when I park my car in a disabled bay and I've got a blue badge and I get out of the car, the amount of people have stopped me and have been abusive to me. You don't look disabled. Nothing wrong with you. You borrowed that badge off somebody. And I just turn around and say to them, are you the disability police? And I walk away with a smile on my face. I'm not going to get into conversation with them. It's not worth it. But, yeah, it's, again, a case of invisible disabilities. But you just can't let it stop you. You have to get on with your life and just move forward. What's the biggest, before you go, because I don't want to be late, you've come all this way, we'll walk. But what's the biggest thing you think you've learned, without being all holy moly about yeah. it? What's it taught you? To live life in every minute of the day, just just, just grasp life with both hands, be very positive. You can't look backwards, you can't worry about what's going to happen in the future, you've just got to have hope and move forward. Yeah. I refuse to let it define me, is what I would say. Yeah. I'm not the disability. Good luck, I hope you get an answer. Thank you. Yeah, I really do. Take care, bye Where Are You Going with me, Catherine Carr, is brought to you by the team at Loftus Media. And the music is by Edwin Pearson. If you enjoyed it, please follow us wherever you listen to your other podcasts. I'd love to tell you what's coming up on the next episode, but you just never know. <laughs>